Islanders with a keep and all out in front. Ronta, Ronta with a huge save. Starting this game on time is Auntie Ronta. Well, the, the Islander player right off the bench creating that speed. What a stop. Now a chance for Carolina to turn some offense. A step on will get to the puck, but it'll be a little out of his reach. Now a giveaway new score! Oh, what a play by Derek Stepan back in the lineup. Takes advantage of the Islander giveaway. And the Canes' first shot of the game beats Varlamov. It's 1-0 Carolina. Opportunity for another stretch pass into the Canes. Oh, that shot is blistered on, and Ronta has to make another save. As Ronta takes that one away from Brock Nelson. D'Angelo now Svechnikov. Side of the net, Jarvis Smith scores! The rookie continues to have the magic touch, and the Canes on the power play go up 2-0. Slavin steps into one just wide. He'll get his own rebound. Oh, good set of play after Domi wins it. Now on front, Domi scores! What a pass behind the net. You said Tavo Teravainen had to get going. He sets up Max Domi, his second as a hurricane. And it's a 3-2 lead for Carolina on the island. Here in the third period, 3-2 Hurricanes lead. A chance for Barzal. He steps away from Niederreiter, and Barlamov already heads to the bench for the extra attacker. Empty net for the Islanders. Canes get to the loose puck. Can they knock it out of the zone? Foss can't get to it, but a second attempt for Stahl, who gets it to Foss, takes aim. Bingo! Jesper Faust puts the Canes up 4-2. Shane gets to it for Carolina. Can't clear. Kept in at the point. Now it's taken aim by Brendan Smith. All the way in from his defensive position. Nelson will get it back to Dobson and a bouncing puck, and Ronta shows some dexterity, reaching out with a pad and settling that down. That's Ten minutes, two seconds left here in the second. That's a huge save because this gets redirected and changes quite a bit in trajectory. Oh, that's a big save. Sezikis puts it in the corner for Martin. Martin up top. Dobson's driving. Ronta gets that whistle you're looking for. 7.03 left here in the second period. There's Pyotr Kochetkov. We'll find out if he'll be in the nets when we come back here on Long Island. This is the Canes Corner Podcast with host Adam Gold. Presented by the Aluminum Company of North Carolina. The Canes Corner Podcast is part of the Capital Broadcasting Podcast Network. Now, here's your host, Adam Gold. Welcome to the Canes Corner Podcast. I am Adam Gold. Thanks for spending some time with us. Those last two highlights are very, very important. Of course, the next most important thing will be what the medicals turn, turn up because those last two highlights were the play on which Auntie Ranta suffered an injury and then the highlight when they went to break and in fact, it was Peter Kachetkov replacing Ranta in net with uh, basically, what, seven and a half, eight minutes left in the period. And uh, that's where we are. Uh, down to goalie number, we'll just call him goalie number three. He's their third best goaltender in the system. Frankly, he might be their best goaltender in the system, including the two in the NHL in terms of long term and all of that. But um, 
you better believe that if Freddie Anderson and Antti Ranta are healthy, they're going to play over Peter Kajetkov in the playoffs. But that's where we are. So Freddie Anderson gets hurt against Colorado last Saturday. Antti Ranta injured today against the Islanders or Sunday against the Islanders. And it's up to number 52 right now uh, to see how far he can take the Hurricanes until one of them comes back. Hey, we don't really know much about the Ranta injury. Uh, Is it possible that he plays on Tuesday against the Rangers? Possible. Uh, Or Thursday against the Devils? Possible. And that would mean he would start game one of the playoffs. Freddie, we don't know. My guess is it's a little longer, but we don't know the injury to either really yet. So we'll get a little more clarification on that. We were told Monday, but it might even be Wednesday when they return home from this road trip. Although Freddie's not on the trip, so it might be Monday for Freddie Anderson. All right. We're brought to you by the Aluminum Company of North Carolina. If it's for the exterior of your home, you can find it at the Aluminum Company of North Carolina on Hamlin Road in Durham. No place like it. Sammy Hannon and his crew do a great job. You want to make your home more beautiful and energy efficient? Check out what they can do for you at the Aluminum Company of North Carolina. Um, Look, we're going to get to the big picture issues here in just a second. A couple of things about the game itself. Uh, Derek Stepan draws back in the lineup. Vincent Trocek, I'm told it's just a rest day, uh, but who knows? I mean, you don't want to see somebody like Vincent Trocek missing time because of how important he is to everything they do. Really starts penalty kills with Jordan Stahl, right-handed face-off guy, important one at that. Uh, Good on the power play, although we'll talk about the replacement for him on the power play today. Uh, So he he doesn't play today. We have uh, a rest issue. Uh, we also know don't have any uh, Jesperi Kokaniemi still not ready to go. Hopefully, he'll come back soon. Hopefully, he'll come back by next week, right? I'm not talking about this upcoming week, Tuesday and Thursday. I'm talking about the following week is when you want Jesperi Kokaniemi back in the lineup. So, Derek Stepan draws back in. And don't you know, a little cheeky play. I mean, first of all, Ronta has to make a big save. Finally, Hurricanes get the puck the other way. They lose control of it. Noah Dobson's got it. He's skating it back, and then he's going to try and play a backhand pass to his defense partner, who I don't remember who it was. Uh, And Stepan read that so beautifully, rather than uh, try to follow him in front of the goal, he just kind of peeled back, left his stick out there. Dobson just put it right on his tape, and Stepan quickly uh, put it past Simeon Varlamov uh, for his ninth goal of the season. And the first goal of the game, 225 in, I want to hear it. The Islanders with a keep it on from Ronta. Ronta with a huge save. Starting this game on time is Auntie Ronta. The Islander player right off the bench creating that speed. What a stop. Now a chance for Carolina to turn some offense. step on will get to the puck, but it'll be a little out of his reach. Now a giveaway new score! Shot of the game. Beats Varlamov. It's one nothing Carolina. That was an intelligent play by Derek Stepan. Uh, so that just got Carolina off to a good start. Uh, then Seth Jarvis scores about, what, five and a half minutes later on the power play. Um, you've got good, good uh, puck movement. And then Seth Jarvis gets bumped up from the second unit to the first unit with Vincent Trocek uh, resting today. Uh, and Jarvis 
hmm, nice, uh, was at the side of the net. Svechnikov gives him a pass, and he just turns, spins around, and flips it uh, far side over the shoulder from the left side of the goal to the upper right corner uh, for a 2-0 lead. Jarvis's 17th goal of the season. Think about this. Remember, he went, and he talked about it after the game last night, uh, or yesterday afternoon. Uh, He talked about how he had been just essentially on walkabout. You know, he he was he didn't just hit the wall, he smashed into a building uh for about I think it was eighteen games without a goal. And there wasn't a lot of production in there either. There weren't a lot of assists in that uh in that period. Uh but here's what Seth Jarvis has done since. Last nineteen games, nine goals, seventeen points. So Seth's come back. <laughs> now it could be a completely different story when we get to the playoffs, right? Different type of game. And we'll see how he adjusts uh, as a younger guy, smaller guy, when we get to the postseason. I'm not as concerned about Seth Jarvis. He ha- seems to play a little older uh, than he actually is. So 2 nothing Carolina. Things look awfully good until about a minute and a half left in the period. Uh, rough shift for Ethan Bear, uh, who had an opportunity to make a play on a puck that was rimmed around behind the net. Uh, he's skating down the, you know, if you're looking out from Ronta's crease, the right side. Uh, he's skating down there, and the puck, either he whiffed it or it bounced over regardless. Uh, he just had a, a a play to be made on a rim. He didn't do it, and then lost the race at the front of the net. Ross Johnston uh, had a chance uh, in front, uh, so Bear was behind the play, and then he did recover in time, and he was there, but he didn't tie up the stick, uh, so Johnston tips in a goal. Uh, and it's 2-1. Again, it's been a rough go for Ethan Bear. It looked for a time like he was coming out of it, and there is an, there is some upside to Bear. So if we're thinking about the future, there's no reason to think that you can't be a part that Bear can't be a part of it. Uh, but it's it's becoming harder to see that Bear will be a part of this postseason. That's the issue for me, uh, more so than what happens next year. What is happening? next week and that's where no bear draws in uh but we'll see in game one uh will rod brindamore want ian cole and uh brendan smith as his third defensive pair uh so it's 2-1 after one uh ryan pollock scores the only goal of the uh second period and it comes right after uh the islanders go to the power play and it comes after uh the hurricanes need to make a goalie switch um, so remember, Ranta was really, really good through two and a half or a period and a half. And then he goes down on that deflection. In fact, here's the play that Ranta got hurt on. And I guess when you hear it back, you're probably not surprised. Going after it is Dobson. Dumps all the way in from his defensive position. Nelson will get it back to Dobson. And a bouncing puck and Ranta. Shows some dexterity, reaching out with a pad and settling that down. That's 10 minutes, two seconds left here in the second. That's a huge save because this gets redirected and changes quite a bit in trajectory. Oh, that's a big save. Don't know the injury, right? I do remember Ranta staying down kind of a little bit longer than you would you would have liked, and you thought, hmm, that's not so great. But he stayed in the game, and then eventually... Uh, about two minutes later or so, did have to come out. 
Uh, so now it's right now the Peter Kachetkov show. Uh, and the Islanders scored a power play goal. He was uh, Kachetkov was screened in front. I thought Peter made some pretty good saves. He didn't have to do much in the third period. Uh, the Hurricanes pretty much locked it down. I joked, um, you know, about where's David Ayers? Well, in a, in a certain sort of way, they played a little bit like they did in front of David Ayers, in front of Peter Kachetkov in the third period. It was a really good period for Carolina. Probably their only, well, their only really good period of the game. They led 2-1 after 1, but it, I don't think it was a great period. Uh, but they played a good third. They allowed the Islanders really, really nothing. Uh, so it's 2-2. We go to the third period. Rod's flipping lines around because he's really not happy with the game. Well, he flip all the lines around because Stahl, Niederreiter, and Jesper Faust never separate. Uh, and then the jumbled lines pay off. Jacob Slavin takes a shot. Uh, Tavo Teravainen and Jordan Martinook are behind the net working, uh, trying to uh, retrieve the puck. They do it. Turbo with a brilliant pass. Savvy right in front, right on Domi's tape. Uh, and he puts it through 3-2 Carolina. And again, there wasn't much for Kachetkov to do the rest of the way. I think the Islanders only had four shots in the third period. Uh, and then the, uh, the Hurricanes tack on a couple of empty net goals. Jesper Faust, uh, his 14th. By the way, career-high goals for Jesper Faust. Don't care if he gets it on an empty net goal. Brendan Smith with an empty net goal from distance. And the Hurricanes end up with a 5-2 win. Uh, obviously, injuries are a problem. Um, and we could talk about uh, Vincent Trocek not playing tonight. Jesperi Kotkaniemi got re-injured a couple of days ago. Now he's, uh, Hurricanes need to get him back into the lineup. Um, I'm not going to try and disrespect Jesperi Kotkaniemi. I think they'd be fine uh, in the short term uh, with a Derek Stepan centering the fourth line or Max Domi centering the fourth line. You know, I, I think it's going to go... I think the, Domi's going to play on a fourth line. I'm almost positive. But their fourth line is going to look like a second line, to be honest, to a lot of teams. I mean, if you've got Domi, let's just say Domi's on the left and Kotkaniemi's in the middle and Martinuk's on the right, I mean, it's fourth line-ish, but it's pretty good fourth line. It should, it should be a line that could take advantage of some teams offensively and, you know, at the same time, not be a, uh, a liability in the defensive end. So um, I think that's the way it's going to go, more than likely, unless they drop Natchez down. You know, Marty is still in, intermittently effective, and I think that's probably putting it mildly. Uh, so we'll see what happens with that. But uh, I think they can do, they can get by without Yasperi Kotkaniemi. Now, at least in the short term. Not Again, not, not throwing shade. But here's the issue. What are you doing, goal? If Freddie Anderson and Ante Ranta can't, if one of them cannot start game one of the playoffs. First of all, the kid, Kachetkov, we know he's a big prospect. We know the team loves him and they love his future. But now is not the future. I mean, it might have to be, but that's not by choice. So he's, he was not, was not on their radar to start a playoff game unless all hell broke loose. And it looks like it's doing it. So we don't know how long Anderson's going to be out. I mean, the best that we've really been given is, well, he might be back in the first during the first round of the playoffs. Okay. We have no clue about Ronta now. 
And it's too soon to really know. Maybe we'll find out, you know, Monday, Tuesday. But you also don't have any healthy goalies in the system right now. Who's there? You've got Kachetkov, who was basically playing every, oh, not every day, but he's playing a lot for Chicago. Jack LaFontaine was with the Norfolk Admirals, but he was called up to Chicago. This is before Kachetkov was recalled to the Hurricanes because Alex Lyon, we've seen him play a couple of times, because Alex Lyon got hurt for the Wolves. So if you don't have Lyon and you don't have Ronta and Anderson, is LaFontaine coming up to back up Peter Kachetkov? What is this? That's a Trump. That's a problem, right? I mean, we're not. Maybe it won't be a problem. Who knows? Maybe the kid is so good that it, he won't even realize what he's doing and he'll just go out and play normal. We can all hope, right? But that's, I mean, if Ronta can't go and Anderson can't go, I don't think the Hurricanes' odds of escaping round one are great. Unless, of course, and I, I do allow for this possibility, because I've said this before about this team, Unless the 18 skaters in front of the goalie win the games. And they can. They absolutely can. You know, they're going to need more from the Ahos, the Svechnikovs, the Taravinans, the Trocheks, the Natchez's, the Jarvises of the world. You might have to outscore your problems, but they might be able to do it. Um, power play looks like it's getting back to business. Power play was good tonight. The power play uh, clicked, right? Did the power play click? No, the power play didn't click in Jersey, but the power play has looked better. So, okay. Let's uh, see if the special teams uh, can become, you know, the you know one of the best parts of this team again. We know the penalty kill is, in general, great. It gave up power play goals the last two days to, uh, to not-so-great power plays, but still, um, you know, we know how good the penalty kill is. So we'll see. Of course, the best part of your penalty kill is generally your goaltender. And that remains to be seen whether or not uh, Kachetkov uh, can do that. He's allowed two power play goals. Of course, you don't blame him for either power play goal. One was a deflection. The other one was a, uh, was a you know, net front screen, and he never really saw the shot pretty much in the net before he saw it. So goaltending issues, really nobody else. I mean, if Lyon isn't healthy enough to call up, they're not going to use George Alves, right? David Ayers is otherwise gainfully employed. So it's, I, I guess it would be Jack LaFontaine and then let Chicago find a goalie somewhere else. I don't know, is Beck Warm uh, still a, I don't even, I don't even, can't even tell you. I can't even tell you. It's an issue, right? It's a major, major issue if that's the case. See what the head coach has to say. Um, and he was asked about the goaltending situation because, I mean, it ain't great. What are you going to do? I mean, you cry over it or what? We just got to keep moving forward. And, you know, thankfully, uh, you know, we, we brought him over. <laughs> um, because, you know, you don't – obviously, it's not what you want to draw up and it's not what you want to have happen, be injuries to anybody, but especially the goalies. Um, but hopefully, you know, neither will be too serious and we'll, we'll get them back. So, Rod, is resolve the right word that comes to mind today? And were you, how pleased were you with the third period as a whole? Well, third period was, was, was our 
obviously our best period. I don't, we didn't give up anything. That's the key. We're going to get our chances, um, but it's just making sure we just limited theirs and kind of semblance of a game that, you know, it looked like how we want to play. And especially that, that game-winning goal was kind of just, you know, great, great work by everybody. And, you know, it was, uh, wasn't a pretty game uh, for two periods, but I thought it was a real good third period. Rod, I want to pick up on that about Domi. Um, <clears throat> we've seen, I, I didn't know his game, he had such good vision and passing. I didn't recognize that when he got here. He's demonstrated that over and over again. Would you like to see some of that finish, some of that hungry at the net? Because he's shown he can get up around the 20-goal mark in, uh, three times in his career. Well, he, he, he's an unselfish player. It's uh, Like you're right, he's, he's very good with the puck. He's made a lot of great plays when it's on a stick. But, you know, I think... Can you get him to shoot more? Yeah, I mean that's we say that about Teravine too, and yet he scores goals too. And you know, but they're that's just their nature. It's how they are. They want to set up other guys and very unselfish, you know. But he definitely has the ability to put the puck in that, which uh, you know I'd love to see a little more. Yeah, Rod. What is your option now as a backup goalie? Uh, is Alex Lyon healthy enough to play, or will it be Jack Lafontaine? What's your option? Yeah, I don't know. To be honest with you. And I don't know if, how bad Rance is. I don't, I, I'm hoping this not too serious. So, um, you know, we'll know more in a couple of days. Coach, what has Max Domi brought to you guys? And what is that? It's taken a little while for us to kind of figure him out, which is exactly what we knew was going to happen. And, um, you know, I've used him every position. He's played right wing, he's played left wing. Now he's playing center, and he's done really well. And uh, I think he's gotten better and better. So I think he's more comfortable how we play. I mean, that takes time. Uh, bring a guy from one system and, he's, and then throw him into what we were doing. And, you know, I think he's get, get, getting that. And that just makes him more comfortable. And you can see he was making plays out there and obviously scored a big goal. So, uh, yeah, that's been a big addition. All right, well, let's hear from uh, Max Domi, don't you know, after scoring his second goal for the Carolina Hurricanes. You can tell why they've had so much success over the last I mean, three or four years is is they really do have that family mentality and, and it makes it easy for, for a guy like me just to kind of slide in, um, especially midseason. So, um, yeah, you know, I mean, I think from from day one, um, it's just been so easy. But, yeah, certainly as, as, it, as the time goes on here, it gets easier and easier. And, um, I mean, overall, I'm just having a great time. Happy to contribute and help out in any way we can. And it's a huge win tonight. Max, this is obviously an atypical situation now with the goaltenders and what's gone on with the injuries. But as a fresher face in the room, what have you made as to how the team has handled it mentally? And it seems like from our perspective, everybody's, you know, next man up, optimistic about things. But what have you seen or felt from everybody? I think you look at last game. That's really all you really need to see is uh, it wasn't much of a wasn't much of a hockey game. I don't think either teams were playing. The, the greatest and it was just kind of a so-so game um, and and obviously we're down by two and um, we knew it was it was a big night for for a certain someone between the pipes and um, just the way everyone rallied and, and stuck with it and obviously we're able to tie it up late and uh, and then get the OT winner um, I mean that just shows the character of this group it's uh, it's a second and none so I think um, it's great to see and especially going to the playoffs and final stretch here and that's the kind of stuff you want to see and facing a little adversity obviously it's uh it's going to be the first test of your character as a group and um we definitely passed that test a few times so um we're going to need we're obviously going to face adversity on the road here and certainly in the playoffs too so um it's great practice now and um we'll take it but just got to keep growing as a group four plus periods of seeing Kyoto and Nat what it, what have what have you learned about him so far 
he's unbelievable. Um, I mean, not great for, for our confidence in practice because can't score on the guy. Um, he, he's unbelievable. Honestly. Yeah. I mean, the, the athletic ability of him and, and the confidence he has, and you see how good he is, is playing the puck too. I mean, there was a couple of big time plays in the third there. Um, he's just cool as a cucumber there. And, uh, he's a funny dude. He's, he's great. His English is coming pretty quick here. And obviously it's been nice to, to see how much Svech has helped him out and, and whatnot, but, uh, our group was super happy to have him and, um, he's always super happy. So that for, for us, I mean, that's, that's awesome to see and, uh, kind of boost your confidence as a group when you have a guy like that, that can come in and, and, uh, kind of save the day. And, and he was great. Made some big saves tonight and he was outstanding the game before too. So, um, he was great. Well, we are going to be seeing a lot, at least in the short term, of Peter Kachetkov. And we can call him Peter. We can call him uh, Piotr. Uh, I'm going to call him uh, Pedro. Pierre. Peter Kachetkov. That's what we're calling him. Uh, And that's who we might have to rely on, right? All right, we got to get out of here. We're brought to you by the Aluminum Company of North Carolina. If it's for the exterior of your home, you can find it at the Aluminum Company of North Carolina on Hamlin Road in Durham. Sammy Hanna's crew do a great job. Check them out online. If you need to uh, make your home more energy efficient or you want to, you got some stuff you uh, you need. If you notice some uh, rot around the uh, fascia and soffit, there's no better people to call. Best customer service in the industry. Follow the Canes Corner Podcast wherever you get your podcast. You can give us a rating and a review if you like, but if you just follow it, it shows up in your phone or wherever you get your podcast automatically. Never have to wonder. When you're putting the leash on the dog, you're going out, boom, there it is. You're making, uh, you know, uh, omelets in the morning, and hey, let's talk about, I, want, I, want, I need somebody to talk to me about the Canes. Boom, there it is. All right. Uh, hopefully, the news will be acceptable on the injury front, and we'll see you. Oh, I didn't even mention this. Gosh, can you believe this? Uh, bonus. Bonus segment for you. Um, quickly to the standings. Hurricanes, 52, 20, and 812 points. Magic number down to three to clinch the division. You win Thursday uh, versus New Jersey. It doesn't matter what happens Tuesday. I'm not saying you, you junk Tuesday and just win Thursday. That's not the way to look at it. Uh, but if the Hurricanes beat the Devils on Thursday... It does not matter because ultimately uh, you have the two tiebreakers. You'll have the regulation win tiebreaker. You, you, you won't be any worse than tied in regulation wins. And uh, you'll have the regulation and overtime uh, win tiebreaker. I think I have that right. I might not have that right. Uh, but go out, and get, go out and beat the Rangers on Tuesday. Anyway, four-point lead. Carolina's got two games to play. The Rangers have three games to play. Uh, bad loss for the Penguins this afternoon as they lose. I think the final was 4-1 at Philly. Uh, they're, they lead Washington by two, but uh, Pittsburgh only has two games left. At the time I've recorded this, Washington has just started their game uh, with Toronto, so we don't know, obviously, the outcome of that. If the Capitals win that game then they'll be tied with three with Washington with a game in hand. Uh, Washington's last three games are home and home with the Islanders and then at the Rangers. I mean, they're not gimmies. The Rangers may need that game at the end of the season, but if it doesn't matter, if it matters more to Washington, heck, if you're Washington, I mean, would you? I, I don't know who you'd rather play, right? I don't. I, I don't think it's a good idea to uh, to try to set up your matchups 
in the postseason. I really don't. Um, frankly, there might be a lot of teams that want to get a shot at the Hurricanes uh, with a rookie goaltender who's only played, at at best, three and a half NHL games. At best. But I don't think he'll play all... Well, maybe he will. He might have no choice. Um, so, Washington versus Toronto tonight. Islanders twice. Rangers to close out the season. Meanwhile, Boston's at Montreal also tonight. Tampa's at Florida tonight, which should be a fun game. Um, but the Bruins are on 101 points. So after tonight, let's just give them the win at Montreal is dreadful. Boston at 103. Florida, Buffalo, and at Toronto. Again, don't know the motivation for any of these games. But it does look like Boston will be wild card one. And if Boston is wild card one and the Hurricanes win that division, that's who you got. But if Washington happens to get to wild card one, then there you go. Um, it doesn't. I don't think Pittsburgh's going to be it, but you don't know. It's going to be one of those three teams for the Hurricanes uh, in the first round of the playoffs unless they fall behind the Rangers. And then, frankly, it's either going to be Washington or Pittsburgh. Anyone else confused? Yeah. I'm confused too. We'll talk to you after the Rangers and the Hurricanes Tuesday night. I'm Adam. Bye. This has been the Canes Corner Podcast with Adam Gold, presented by the Aluminum Company of North Carolina. You can listen to this podcast at WRALsportsfan.com or wherever you get your podcasts.